Welcome back to Let's Get Haunted with your hosts Matt Strong and Allie Terry. Hello, everybody. Okay, before we start this, we just need to like drop the bullshit and tell you guys right now that we are in a studio that we are using from one of our friends. And when we came in here this morning, we had to clean it up. There was, um, let me just paint this picture for you. It's LED lighting in here, like a pink soft glow. There is Spotify playlist bedroom pop on. There are LaCroix all over the table, half drank. There is Sauvignon Blanc, there's Merlot, like, Cabernet. Just like a wine tasting party, I suppose. And then a dirty condom on the ground. And wait for it, a hair extension. You guys, what is the mystery that happened here last night? We're trying to, we're also trying to figure out like which couch did the fucking take place on because there are two couches in like an L shape. I'm on one, Natalia's on the other. I think my couch was the one that got fucked on because it has arms on it. Like it has armrests. Natalia thinks it's her couch because it doesn't have armrests. It could be either. It could be both. Yeah, I don't know what the kids are doing these days. No, me neither. Also, like, are they chasing Sauvignon Blanc with LaCroix? Is that the new move? I mean, LaCroix, it gets the ladies wet. We know this for a fact. If you spill it on them, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Ladies love LaCroix. I I don't like LaCroix. This has been a paid brand opportunity with LaCroix. Thank you guys for sponsoring this (laughs) podcast. We're sponsored by uh, Trojan Condoms. LaCroix mm-hmm. and Yellowtail Sauvignon Blanc. Now, this may be TMI, but it looks like this condom was used but not nutted in. And Alyssa right. and I came to the conclusion that while <laughs> they were having sex, they decided, you know what? No, I love you. Take I love your, you. I want to see the real you. Take your hair extension off. Take the condom off. Let's have a baby. Just be like me, girl. I have a chunk of hair missing from the back of my head from when I decided to be a hair model that I thought I was getting paid a lot of money but actually turned out I was getting paid for free and I didn't realize until after (laughs) oh so you weren't getting paid at all yeah so I was like hell yeah like do whatever you want and then like I have this at the end of the day I have like a huge afro my hair is like all these different colors you can see it on my Instagram oh no I love that hairstyle with the afro that was super cute it looks dope but at the end of the day I'm trying to wash my hair and a literal chunk of my hair just comes out yeah and it's right on the back of my head so i either have to always wear my hair in a ponytail or wear a hat and that's just how my life is now and that's so uh, that's what i'm saying is like i'm anti-hair extensions i'm pro-abortion anti-hair extension (laughs) that's a platform i can get behind (laughs) natalia for president 20 i don't know i don't know either Data I know it's coming just, up. Yeah, like data is just so like it just doesn't even matter in my I life. I feel like we're stuck in a twilight zone right now anyway as a country. So I have lost track of time. I was talking to someone about something the other day and I was like, oh, yeah, it just happened yesterday, this thing to me. And she was like, Alyssa, that was two weeks ago. Oh like God. I have no concept of time right now. Wait a second. Are you experiencing time slip? I don't know what that is. Oh, my God. I'm about to let you in on, you guys, bonus on this episode, time slips. So when I was traveling across the country on my road trip, I was in Utah and I was reading like what paranormal fucked up stuff happens here Mm -hmm. because, you know, that's the only way I'm going to go hiking through anything is if there's a chance that I might get haunted. Of course. And in Utah, there's this thing called time slips where apparently it's like a paranormal 
time loop kind of like Donnie Darko like you get stuck in this repetitive thing and people just Ooh. report that they keep seeing the same car go by or seeing the same people oh, that oh no. or it's like deja vu or like they keep the same things keep happening to them I don't like that and I was like yeah it's boring as fuck out here of course you're gonna see the same shit good point you saw that same bird. That's because it's the same bird. Yeah, that's because there's only three birds that live here in this area. And there are two cacti and they both look the same. Watch our video. It's up right now. Have it you watched it yet? We have a vlog on AlienCon that is on our YouTube channel right now. If you have not watched it, not only are you not a true listener, but I, you made me sad. I'm sending something to your home. That hurt my vocal cords I know, that permanently. sounded very demonic. Um, yeah, you guys need to watch it because you just have to. And that's, you, if you, you know what? Fuck you if you don't watch it. Natalia, how long did it take you to edit that? A Make really long bad. time. Yeah. A really long time. You guys need to watch this video yeah. for many reasons. You guys, it's really, really good. It You can find it at youtube.com forward slash C forward slash let's get haunted or bit.ly forward slash lgh youtube all right Alyssa, are you ready for the story today yes all right i'm drinking coffee so if you guys hear sipping noises throughout i'm ingesting caffeine i'm very jealous right now i know that's why i was 15 minutes late because i had to go through the starbucks drive through to get coffee wow and you didn't get me one because i thought i just assumed you would already have your coffee wow i mean you were gonna be 10 minutes late i just figured you were coming with coffee last time i brought you vegan donuts you didn't eat any of it (laughs) it's the last time i get you inflammation okay yeah coffee is inflammation sugar milk it's a latte your argument is null like you were doing the classic defensive thing i bought natalia like an eight dollar vegan donut and she didn't eat it. You ate it. You bought that for you. No, I bought four. I. Do you think I would have gotten vegan donuts if it was? For do you me? think? No. Do you think someone? No, 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 do you no. think I'm vegan so that I can have vegan donuts? I would have gone to Krispy Kreme. I would have gotten a 24 pack of Krispy Kreme like icing filled donuts that give you diarrhea. See, Alyssa and I just have totally different viewpoints on wellness. I'm like, Alyssa, I'm cutting out like allergens and sources of inflammation from my diet to help with my depression. And she's like, oh, okay. Uh, so vegan donuts? But that's because four episodes ago, we were here and we were filming and we got really low on sugar and low on energy. And you were like, do you have any sugar with you? Do you have like any candy with you? So I was like, hmm, thinking ahead now for the last episode 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 13 i was like i'm gonna be a good friend i remember last time she said she needed sugar i'm showing up with that a was, vegan donut that was out of desperation i had nothing at that time look i appreciate the vegan I'm, donuts i'm great and i i appreciate the <laughs> vegan donuts and you didn't bring me coffee you're today. right i didn't bring you coffee that's your punishment for not eating my vegan donut you bitch <laughs> is that hot no it's lukewarm at this point okay it's not good um all right. It kind of tastes like a Band-Aid. What do you think my story is about today? Okay. I, okay. Without me telling you anything, like, come on. Okay. We have a candle lit. We have some crystals going. Let me try to channel. I'm going to look at you and I'm going to try to like telepathically. I want you to picture it in your mind. Okay. Okay. Picture in your mind what it is and I'm going to stare at you and I'm going to try to figure it out. I have the picture in my mind. I have the exact picture Okay. In hold my on. Mind. Let me close my eyes. Let me try to see it. Like try to, try to put it into my brain right now. All right. I'm actually getting a headache kind of. Hold on. Is it a conspiracy? Yes. 
Is it a government conspiracy? Yes. Hold on. I'm getting like like wispy wind around, like swirling around. Like It's very windy, yes. Maybe like a weapon of some kind? Yes, close. Yes, that's part of it. Um, and then I just see like a guy in a tie with glasses on. <gasps> You're getting it. You're close. Uh, is it the CIA? Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah, keep going though. Okay. Um, the CIA is so many things. I know, I know. Um, okay, CIA, weapon, wind. Is it the atomic bomb? No. No? Okay, I've lost it. Damn it. It's what? Area 51. Are you kidding it's me? Area 51? How could we not do Area 51? Oh my gosh. Wow. I just want to remind everyone that there's also a dirty condom on the floor in front of us that neither one of us will pick up. So you said that right as I was taking a sip of coffee and I almost just like some just came out of my nose. So throughout this entire podcast, if you're ever just like for a moment, have awe in your minds and you're just like, wow, this podcast is so interesting. I want you to just immediately take a step back and say they're in a room where there is a dirty condom and hair extensions on the ground. This honestly, the hair extension is just like an added bonus for me because when we first came in here and we were cleaning up their LaCroix and their shot glasses and their wine bottles, I was like, okay, whatever. Like they were partying last night and forgot to clean up. Then I see the condom on the ground and I'm like, I'm not touching that. I'm not cleaning that up. And then Natalia pointed out, she was like, and there's a hair extension in the corner. And then I was like, and there's bedroom pop playlist on the computer. I mean, just like how deep does this night go? Am I going to find <laughs> receipts for like, I don't know, like some crazy thing that they bought together? Like, did he write her a song? What's Why am I even assuming that it was a man and a woman? It could have been whatever. We don't know. Yeah, I don't like this. Okay. Yeah, anyways, okay. back to this. Okay. So, Alyssa, yes. what do you think was happening in 1864 Nevada? I'm going to give you a hint. Do you remember something called the Lost Dutchman's Gold Mine? <laughs> yeah, you're so dumb. <laughs> yes. Okay. So people are mining for gold and silver in yeah. Nevada. People are mining for shit. Lead and silver were discovered in the southern part of the Groom Range in 1864. And the English company Groom Lead Mines Limited financed the mines in the 1870s, giving the district its name. Mining continued until 1918 and then resumed after World War II until the early 1950s. Okay. So, Groom Lake is this big flat salt plain where Area 51 is situated on, right? Mm -hmm. And it's basically just big and flat. There's nothing for miles. There's a bunch of mountains in the area that kind of like encase where Area 51 is in like a little circle so you can't really see into it. So, it's kind of protected and is secretive. Um, and the airfield on Groom Lake site began service in 1942. And uh, if you don't recall, 1942 is right around where the United States gets involved in World War II. And so our Air Force starts developing like secret weapons there. It just has two unpaved runways. Okay. And did you know, fun fact, Area 51 is not the actual name? No. What? Yeah. What's his name? Officially, it's called Homie Airport. Or Groom Homey Lake. Airport? Yeah, H-O-M-E-Y. Oh. Yeah. Or Groom Lake. Um, it's 83 miles away from Vegas. And the United States Air Force says that it's an open training range. But people use, people think that it's used to test experimental aircraft and weapons and systems. Okay. So why is it so secret, you ask? Why is it so secret? I'll tell you. <laughs> 
So the CIA didn't even acknowledge the existence of Area 51 until June 25th, 2013. Oh, that was super recently. Super recently. And they only did that following the Freedom of Information Act, which was um, this act that basically says you have to tell us stuff we want to know after a certain amount of time. (laughs) And someone requested that they tell them that stuff they want to know in 2005. So it literally took eight years from 2005 to 2013 before they declassified classified the documents about area 51 that's just like quintessential government like you ask them to do something and it takes them almost 10 years to get it done right bureaucratic bullshit it continues so inefficient so the like obviously area 51 is you're not supposed to go there right right? like that's the whole meme is oh we're gonna storm area 51 because we want to see them aliens and they can't stop all of us so this is the extent of my knowledge of area 51 i realized the other day that i really don't know much about it and that i actually have been mixing up area 51 with roswell for a really long time no so roswell is an event that happened in the 40s in new mexico in new mexico and area 51 is a place that the government didn't even acknowledge until 2013 okay so what did people think it was prior to 2013 so because it's it's so secretive people like you're not allowed to go there there's signs everywhere that say if you you know step foot beyond these little markers we're gonna use deadly force and you like civilians aren't allowed to go there um pilots can't go over there it's a restricted zone you can't fly over it if you try to look at it on a satellite or a map it's blurred out and it just says groom lake yes on google maps it's blurred out um well now i think you can see it because of this freedom of information thing that they passed but before that it was just blurred out and it just said groom lake yeah. Oh, that's crazy. It was restricted. You couldn't see anything about it. Um, the government never mentioned it or whatever. So there's a few different... Um, I'm going to tell you a little bit more about it, and then I'm going to tell you all of the conspiracies that go with it. Okay. okay? So even the military pilots that are ri- that are training from the nearby, like in Burbank and in Palmdale, they get disciplined if they fly near it. They can, uh, They're not allowed to go near there. They have buried motion sensors all around this place even leading up to it so they know even if you're approaching it before you're even on the property because it's just a bunch of dirt roads that go up into there and there's a few private ranches in the area so they even know like who lives in the area and when they're going to be home and when they're not oh damn and um the perimeter of the base is marked out by orange posts and it's patrolled by guards that are in white pickup trucks and camouflage fatigues And the guards are called camo dudes by enthusiasts. And the guards don't answer any questions about their employers. However, according to the New York Daily News, there are indications that they are employed through a contractor such as AECOM. I don't know what that is because I don't have a real job. Well, I want to know how I get that job. Like, how do I infiltrate Area 51? That's what I want to do. Well, I mean, it's I that that's no one's answering any questions. Um, and they're saying that if you even try to like go up to these people, they're going to use deadly force on you. I guess you could like put your resume like in a bottle and like, like put throw it, it. Yeah. Put it at the border and just be like, hey, I'm just going to leave this here. My name's Alyssa. Thank you so much for your time. <laughs> you know what? I think about this sometimes i'm like man i totally fucked myself i can never have a government job i could never have a law enforcement job because the questions they ask you 
I'm not qualified. My friend applied to like just work at the sheriff's office uh-huh. and the they denied her application because she egged a car in high school. Like the the types of questions on the applications for government, law enforcement, like so stuff basically like that. they only let people in who lie. Or who, no no no, they do lie detector tests on you. So we know you can fake those. Yeah, but like I can't. I I'm so nervous that I would fail even if I was telling the truth. Mm. What is the truth anymore? Uh, I egged a car in high school, so I'm <laughs> I'm now ineligible. <laughs> See, I feel like I can't even remember if I've egged a car in high school. Maybe, probably. Oh, I absolutely did. There's I just like it very well on the list of things that I should be nervous about people finding out. I feel like if I've egged a car is like such a low priority that I can't even remember if I did it or not anymore. Okay. So why is it called area 51? You ask why it's believed to be from an atomic energy commission, the AEC numbering grid. Although area 51 is not a part of the system, it's adjacent to area 15. Okay. Which is like, So on this stupid map that the Atomic Energy Commission has, there's a bunch of areas that are marked, and the Area 51 is next to Area 15, which doesn't make sense to me, and actually, I don't know why this is, and, like, I don't think that Wikipedia Hmm. does either, so. Maybe somebody was dyslexic, and so they heard Area 15, and they were like, oh, Area 51. That could be true. Yeah. And then they were just like, oh, okay, we, we that's what we're going with. It's also called Dreamland and Paradise Ranch. Wait, but that sounds deceivingly happy. Yeah, and the reason that it's called Paradise Ranch is because, I'll get into this later, but the guy that it, like decided to make it an airport base there, they were going to test these um, really advanced technology planes, and he couldn't get these people to move out to the literal middle of nowhere. So he just instead of calling it Area 51 or calling it Groom Lake, he called it Paradise Ranch. And he's like, oh, hey, we're opening a brand new facility at Paradise Ranch. So move out here. It's smart. Yeah, that is smart. I, but you know what? When I hear Paradise Ranch, you know what I think of? Neverland Ranch, which is bad vibes. Michael yeah. Jackson's. <laughs> yeah, that's what's going on at Area 51. Michael Jackson is there. What if Michael Jackson, Tupac... Uh, Biggie. Elvis, Elvis, Biggie. Marilyn Monroe, yes, JFK, Abraham Lincoln's frozen body. Yeah, I believe that for sure. Abraham Lincoln's frozen cranium is somewhere in the White House. I was reading this article. I'm sorry. I know that this is a little. This is a short tangent. I promise. I was reading an article the other day um, about a an interview that President Obama gave after he was done being president, and they asked him like, "Oh, what you know? Did you learn anything shocking when you first took office? Like, did they have a meeting with you to tell you like all the nation's secrets?" Like as a joke, the guy asked him, and Obama's answer was, "The first day that I was debriefed on on some some classified matters." I told the person that was talking to me, thank God the window is closed and locked right now or I would have jumped out of it. I'm more concerned with President Obama's mental health. Like, no, but that's how shocking it was. No, but that's how shocking it was. Like, as serious and unflappable President Obama is, as stoic and like mild-mannered and mild-tempered as he is, he almost jumped out of a window of the White House after he learned some classified secrets about our country. He wasn't ready. I think it was, maybe it was about Area 51. Maybe. 
It could be. Paradise Ranch. You said he was unflappable. And for a second, I thought you said he was unfappable. Oh. You were like, <laughs> as unfappable and stoic as he is. And I was like, that's kind of a great adjective to describe someone who's stoic. Unfappable. <laughs> Man, you can't even get him to fap. Like, yeah. that's how stoic he, doesn't. he is. He's he doesn't very serious. It. So the conspiracy, like, because this is such a secret area, there's so many conspiracies that have come out of this place. And I'm just going to read you some of the good ones. Okay. okay. Number one, what do you think? It starts with an A, and it's your favorite thing. Aliens. Yeah, of course. Aliens. Aliens. Um, specifically, the 1947 Roswell crash was actually a Soviet aircraft piloted by mutated midgets. Not my words. And the wreckage <laughs> remains on the grounds of Area 51. Oh, that's why I get it confused with Roswell. <laughs> Right. So, so I had never heard this conspiracy before. So I, of course, I had to look into this. I'm like, wait, you're telling me Roswell was actually a bunch of Soviet midgets and a and a not my words again in a plane and a aircraft. So I looked into this, and huge thanks to the popularmechanics.com website, which had all this article in it and are really spreading the news <laughs> that the people need to know. So. In her new book, Area 51, An Uncensored History of America's Top-Secret Military Base, the saucer, she writes, was Russian-made and crewed by human children who were surgically altered to resemble aliens by Nazi death camp doctor Joseph Mengele, acting at Joseph Stalin's behest. I believe that. I'm already (laughs) convinced. You've only read one sentence and I totally, I'm on board. It gets better. So... The journalist asks, "Um, how did your book get its start? And the writer uh, said, in 2007, at a Christmas Eve dinner, an 88-year-old scientist named Ed Lovick leaned over to me and said, have I got a story for you? He told me he had invented stealth technology for the CIA starting in late 1957. And the reason he could tell me is just that a few months earlier in 2007, the CIA had declassified one of the main programs he worked on. Checks out, right? Yeah. Also, anytime an 88-year-old scientist leans over into your ear ear at a party and says, have I got a story for you? Here's the thing. If I make it to 88, I'm spilling everyone's dirty laundry because at that point, I could die at any minute. Like, I'm not taking your secrets to the grave with me. I'm going to tell everybody. Anything interesting anyone has ever told me, if you've murdered someone, guess what? I'm telling people when I'm (laughs) about to die. (laughs) So... Then, the uh, like, obviously, that's a big claim that she's making, right? She's saying a lot of that. That's like, I've literally never heard, heard a conspiracy like this. Like, this is something to say. So she, the interviewer says, let's talk about the book's most controversial claim, that a, um, that the crash of a UFO near Roswell, New Mexico, didn't involve a flying saucer or of extraterrestrial origin, but one of the Soviets' origin, correct? She said, It's not an argument of mine. It's the oral history of one man whom I absolutely trust implicitly with the information. I'm assuming she's talking about the 88-year-old scientist. He's the only source in my book who's anonymous. Okay. Well, I mean, that does make sense because, and I'm sure we'll do an entire episode dedicated to Roswell at some point, but... I, I remember when we were at AlienCon and we went to the CW panel about Roswell, They one of the main things they talked about, which has been confirmed, is that after the Roswell incident, the government officials on scene requested three child-sized coffins. Yeah. And so if these were... Wait, you're right. Yeah. So if these were little people from Soviet Russia yeah. who were flying, then that makes sense that they would ask for 
um, child-sized coffins, right? Because obviously it's not going to be a child piloting. Right. And if it's an alien, why would they even bury it in a coffin? So it does make sense, this theory. So this guy said that he like he was given this machine that these child-sized pilots were driving to reverse engineer it and see if they could make the same technology. So he was told that who was driving it was these child pilots or whatever that were engineered by the, the Nazis. Um, and the reason why they did that was because it was a flying craft sent by Stalin to create a hoax a la War of the Worlds to like get us like freaked out. Oh, okay. I guess. All right. I mean, look, it's as plausible as any other theory I've ever heard. I mean, some of the stuff that I hear the Nazis were doing is just like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, they're like, yeah. oh, we're trying to. That's why they lost the war. It's yeah, like, they fuck, were, they're, they're right? just trying to be like, let's fuck with these people and like, see if we can get them to believe this. Like, what? Well, and it's like Mangala was doing the famous twin experiments. And did we learn anything from that? No. It's like they were just wasting their time doing these pseudoscience experiments that offered no greater good for humanity like you can't even argue like yeah it was fucked up but we cured cancer because of it like no nothing was cured nothing was discovered so other things that they think happened to area 51 are that the 1969 moon landings was filmed in one of the base's hangars no and that there are meetings or joint undertakings with ets there there is the development of exotic energy weapons for the strategic defense initiative or other weapons programs the development of weather control the development of time travel and teleportation technology, the development of exotic propulsion systems related to the Aurora program, and activities related to the shadowy One World Government or Majestic 12. The Majestic 12? Are you going to tell me more about that? Yeah, I looked into it, and the Majestic 12, it was basically a hoax. Oh. But it was when Roswell happened, the ufologist that you, the, the ufology society or whatever that you have sworn allegiance to. Oh, I love them. Published this article that basically said the president and a bunch of other people had like just made basically a new world order called the Majestic 12 with these like ETs. Was it MUFON? I can't remember what it was, but it was later like I want to to be a hoax. So most people, even 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 alien enthusiasts, like just don't really think of the Majestic 12 as actually existing. But I hope it exists because that's a really cool name. As to the faking of the moon landing app. No, I first of all, I that's one conspiracy theory that I do not believe at all. And did you see the other day I retweeted it on Twitter? because it was the 50th anniversary of the Apollo mission, somebody posted a clip of Buzz Aldrin punching a reporter in the face because the reporter was like, I've seen I that. know that you're a liar and you didn't go to the moon. You filmed it in a Hollywood studio. I've and he, seen that. And I he mean, he's got to be like 80 something now, right? Right. But also like, how pissed would you be if you, like I would have PTSD after going to the moon because of all the G-forces and like shitting in yeah, a diaper. You, you would and, be like, so scared that you're going to die the whole time. Yeah, exactly. And so then you come back and you're just so stoked to be alive and you're like wow i did it like went to outer space like i survived i didn't die and then this stupid like baby bitch reporter comes up to you and is like i know you didn't go to the moon you're like i got ptsd for this and then you punch him in the face yeah or a darker thing is maybe he was like you know what life on earth is boring i'm probably gonna die in this like primitive spacecraft trying to go to the moon but i'll die a hero and then he goes there and he comes back and he's like wow i have no purpose what am i supposed to do with the rest of my life but he's a hero so he has to continue Mm -hmm. on 
well maybe we should read i think he wrote a memoir <laughs> maybe we should read it no no. I refuse. Okay. <laughs> you read it. Give me the cliff notes. Okay, I will. So uh, this dude named Bob Lazar, who before he gave this interview on the Las Vegas local news, was literally known for hosting a festival of pyrotechnics in the middle of the desert where people shot off homemade rockets. And he famously attached a jet propulsion system to his Honda. What? Yeah. Why? Just to see what would happen. What happened? He went real fast in it. Oh. And um, <laughs> so he, some because he did these crazy things. Yeah. I don't know why this is so funny to me. Yeah. Because he did these crazy things, the, peop- the forces that be at Area 51 contacted him and had them become his their lead physicist <laughs> for some secret program that he was working on. And he gave an interview. My friend Agda Karn can't even work at the Ventura County Sheriff's Office. This guy is doing super illegal things and gets hired to work at Area 51. As a physicist. As a physicist. So well, he, oh. he gave an interview uh, he has given several interviews. This guy, he was a, not a good hire for them. They should have known that he was going to be a whistleblower, right? This is like hiring Elon Musk to keep something secret. It's not happening. Yeah. So he basically has given so many interviews about this that I like have to try to find one that like encompasses everything he said. But everything that he said is basically, oh, I got hired to do this thing. I worked on it for like six months. I I wasn't really into it. I really don't know why they hired me. Maybe because they thought I like knew what I was doing and they're trying to make all this advanced military technology. I don't know. Um, But basically I got there. Shit's crazy. I'm going to tell you guys about it. I hope I don't get in trouble. And people have like done the credentials on this guy. Like, he says that he he said that he went to call like college at this one school but then no one can find any history of him going there oh my god but like so his credentials about him being able to be a physicist are totally challenged but if you look on the payroll for the company that he worked at that was supposedly with area 51 he's on the government payroll so, so basically he's a scam artist and yes, finessed his way into, into area, area 51. 51 that's what we need to do yeah is he still alive? He is. And so I'm going to have an interview for you with him right now. Okay. You can listen to. Bob Lazar is an engineer and physicist who says he worked on flying saucers for the U.S. government at Area 51. He drew these sketches of one of nine different saucers he says the government has in a secret warehouse. Lazar gave the saucers each names according to their various shapes. Top hat, the sport model, the jello mold. Called in to help figure out how they work. Lazar says the saucers are powered by an antimatter generator, fueled with an element which he says could only have come from another planet. They set up and produce their own gravitational field. Just as the Earth holds all matter down, they produce that same field, but out of phase, and it, it repels itself. The effects that can cause the way in which everything operates is is by all intents and purposes magic i mean it is so far beyond uh, our level of technology now before you toss lazar on the pile with all the other ufo wackos understand that he willingly agreed to take a lie detector test requested and independently arranged by a las vegas reporter terry tabernetti is the ex-cop who administered it anyways so did he pass the polygraph yes 
So, okay, here's my thing, though. Why hasn't he been murdered yet if he's revealing government secrets? We already know from your MK Ultra story that the government has no problem offing people who will reveal the truth. Right. I think that having a little bit of this conspiracy, like, kookiness about out about it actually takes away from the what they're doing there that's like stealth technology because mm. i'm going to tell you so some of the stuff that got declassified reveals what kind of aircraft that they were working on there so i'm going to tell you some stuff about this okay. because um it's kind of interesting so in april in 1955 there's a top secret project called aquatone which was designed to uh, develop the Lockheed U-2 strategic reconnaissance aircraft. So Lockheed is a company that's out of Burbank, California, Mm -hmm. which is very close to us. And they make a lot of planes and military technology type things. They make the satellite that goes around in space and takes pictures of stuff. Um, And so this reconnaissance aircraft that they're designing is flies way higher than any commercial aircraft that we have it goes up to 70 like the starting point for it, the lowest that it flies is seventy thousand feet oh wow that's higher than mount everest damn yeah and just so you know like commercial air airplanes fly at around thirty thousand feet that's okay. our cruising altitude so this is twice as high as that it's super sketch. So this is 1955 that they make this plane that does that mm-hmm. and this plane is literally so like well adjusted to flying up high it's basically like a glider that you literally can't land it without stalling the engine and turning it off so That's the so aircraft scary. gets two feet above the runway and a chase car which is exactly what it sounds like a car that's driving super fast next to this air <laughs> uh, this airplane has to tell the pilot when the wings are parallel to the ground and then the pilot stalls the plane and the plane literally falls out of the sky two feet oh so I know you're scared of flying. I hate flying. Yeah, that is like the doing the most. Yeah, that sounds like you're you're going to crash for sure. And it's a super spy plane that was flown over the Cold War. Uh, uh, that was flown over the Soviet Union during the Cold War, China, Vietnam, and Cuba. And it's um one of a handful of aircraft types that have been serviced in the USAF for over fifty years, like the Boeing B fifty two. So it's like this is kind of what we use to do reconnaissance and spycraft on it but i also put here remember a long time ago the u2 album that was put on everyone's phones yes so listen to this u2 reconnaissance aircraft it's set to gather information right right also u2's albums put on our phones oh my god by apple can you connect the dots no (laughs) no i can't wait so (laughs) so i'm saying it was put there to monitor us like it was actually a virus that entered all of our phones and was sending back information to the government yeah there you go did you ever read that uh, that or was you two trying to tell us something did you read the interview that bono gave after that backfired on him that idea he was literally crying and it made me feel bad because i was super irritated because i would start my car and this you and the u2 album would start playing automatically and i don't like you two and bono gave an interview where he was like look it was supposed to be this beautiful thing because i think all music should be free and so i thought i'm just gonna give it to people they don't have to pay for it like we spent thousands upon thousands of dollars producing and mixing and 
writing and I just really wanted to give it to them because we don't need any more money. So I thought we'll just give it to the public for free. And then it turns <laughs> out everybody hated it. And it's yeah. like, every, like it was the worst idea. I really regret it. And he was like crying in Aww. the interview. And so then I felt bad because I was guy. like, shit, I'm one of those people that was like, fuck you too. Why did they give me this album? Yeah, that's sad. But is it a cover up? That's what I'm saying is like, we don't know. So basically they have this crazy spy plane for their crazy spy agenda and they like can't just like fly it out in the open. So the project director conducted, his name was Richard, conducted a search for a suitable testing site for the U-2 under the same extreme security as the rest of the project. The designer of the U-2 plane said the lake bed, which is Groom Lake where mm-hmm. Area 51 is, made an ideal strip for testing aircraft and the immigrant valleys, mountain ranges and the NTS perimeter protected the site from visitors about 100 miles or 160 kilometers north of Las Vegas. The CIA asked the AEC to acquire the land designated Area 51 on the map. They called it Paradise Ranch to encourage workers to move to the new facility in the middle of nowhere as the CIA later described it and the name became shortened to The Ranch. So So do they have like apartments on area 51 for people to live in barely the ranch initially consisted of just one single paved runway three hangars a control tower and trailer homes oh trailer homes yeah so but then like people were obviously getting really pissed off about this and it was a super secret project so people had to fly from burbank on monday through friday and like live on this shitty base oh, and then yeah. on friday you can't even fly have a back. family yeah pretty much and so on friday they fly back to keep it secret or whatever and so i'm like just like okay so you're spending the entire week away from your home and right. then you're coming back on the weekend and your neighbors are just like oh they just must be super busy working all week like oh i hope one day i can have a car yeah, like, yeah. i guess i'll do it too this uh- I mean, I, I'm sure they have, like, great benefits, but I'm just thinking, like, so basically you're gone five out of seven days a week, right? Yeah. Yeah, you can't even, you can't even raise a family. You can't take your kids to school. You can't do daycare. Like, you can't help your wife out. I would be so pissed off, or if, I guess, if there's, a, if you're a lady working there, then you can't help your husband out, but. Yeah, it's 1955. It's a different time. So they people are getting pissed so then they put a movie theater and um a volleyball court up (laughs) but who wants to play volleyball in the desert you know how hot that would be i would be so over it literally nobody utilizes that volleyball court i can already tell you yeah so they test like time goes on they test a bunch of different planes here um there's a bunch of different cool stuff that happens the navy also contributed 130 surplus babbitt duplex housing units for long-term occupancy and the reservoir uh, reservoir pond surrounded by trees was added in. It served as like a recreational area. Um, they also put in a gymnasium, a movie theater, another one, and a baseball diamond. So there's two movie theaters, a baseball diamond, a volleyball court, and what was the other thing you said? Like a pond. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. But also like military testing, like giant planes and shit around <laughs> you all the time that like f- some of them, some of these planes don't like some of these tests fail. Right. So they had this one. Uh, they were trying to launch a drone off of a, an aircraft and in the test flight it failed and two of the guys got ejected into the ocean they survived but one of them got picked up by a helicopter but by the time the helicopter got to the other guy he had drowned what because he like survived but he was just like in the ocean like in all of his equipment you know he had ejected out of the plane 
But Area 51 is not even near the ocean. Um, it's not. But when they are doing these testings, like they're flying, they might like launch the plane out of Area oh. 51 and then fly over the ocean or whatever. Man, I would be so angry if I survive flying, like, like my plane blows up, mm-hmm. I survive, and then I drown. Yeah. There's a bunch of crazy shit like that that happens there. Um, but I wanted to show you what their F-117 looks like. This is like a stealth plane. Doesn't that look like a UFO? Yeah, it's that crazy looks looking. like a UFO. It's crazy looking. Yeah, it, it like looks like a... We'll put pictures of these on the Instagram, but it literally... Stingray. Yeah, it looks like a stingray in the sky or something, but this is a stealth plane. It's designed, it's flat on the bottom, so it's kind of designed to glide up on the air. And these are all recon planes, right? Like, they're just surveillance. So they're, like, listening in and, like, trying to figure out what the fuck is going on in other countries. So Area 51 is, like, kind of like this military base, but the military, the U.S. military and civilians and the world, like, they're not all the same thing, right? So there's sometimes these weird lines that get crossed. Like, for example, Astro astronauts in space will take pictures of the earth and then you know the people that work at area 51 are like oh you can't publish these photos and they're like it's the earth and we're astronauts in space we can do whatever we want (laughs) so there's this thing called the sky lab and in 1974 the sky lab was basically like a like a lab in the sky going around and it inadvertently took a photograph of um what was written in the memo as obscured but we can believe that it was area 51 because i've seen the pictures and it's area 51 Mm -hmm. so the cia said like you can't take this picture and there's a memo that gets leaked and the memo is to the director of the cia that says the ussr already has this you know photo that we took from its own satellites like this is not like it's not like no one else can see this like we're not exposing anything right and then number two what does it really reveal like it doesn't it just shows you what the it looks like you know it shows the big building and some hangers and a movie theater yeah and then if exposed don't we just say that the united states air force work is done there right so the declassified documents don't disclose the outcome of the discussions regarding this but the debate proved moot as the photograph did end up end up appearing in the federal government's archive of satellite imagery along with the remaining skylab four photographs so they lost that argument okay and i think that so this is why i think this is so weird is because the are making this huge deal about oh you can't fucking you know publish photos of this or whatever meanwhile lockheed the company that makes all these planes that are getting tested at area 51 they don't just make planes for the military they also made this thing called econos i think it's called econos it's a satellite that is a commercial spy telescope okay Okay. just take that in a commercial spy telescope that goes around the earth and it takes photos better than some military spy equipment and then sells them. And it's made by Lockheed, the same company that makes the aircraft that we use at Area 51. So they're making all this spy shit yeah. to like keep uh, keep our shit secret and find out stuff about other people. But then they're also selling better quality photos of whatever you want to make the Econos take pictures of to whoever wants to buy it. Huh. So... It's kind of just like for profit. Yeah. I mean, that's what it's, it sounds like they're another it's another instance of a company finessing the government. Right. Because um, mm-hmm. they're taking they're developing technology for the government. Right. Yeah. But then they also have their own technology that takes pictures that they then sell to the government. Am I understanding that correctly? Any government. Any government. Yeah. Hmm, where's your loyalty, Lockheed? Right. So 
it's like another thing that happened here is there was this environmental lawsuit that was put out against Area 51 because there was a bunch of contractors, civilians in the area, not on Area 51, but in the area who got sick and died because on the base they were burning some dangerous chemicals. And then when they did the biopsies on their bodies, they had levels of dioxin, dipazenofurin, and trichloroethylene. I don't know. But basically stuff that kills you. So obviously the widows of the two people that died and everyone else that was working there like sues the EPA, the Environmental Protection Agency, because they're like, hey, you're not preventing our government from doing this harmful shit to the earth and its civilians like you're supposed to be doing. And it literally goes to court and the government or the CIA is like, you can't sue us because we can't tell you, we can't give you an alibi because it'll expose like secret government projects that we're working on. And the judge is like, no, that's fucked up. And then the government is like, okay, well, fine. We're just going to get the president to just give us a pardon on this. And so they literally got the president... President Bill Clinton issued a presidential determination exempting what is called the Air Force's operating location near Groom Lake, Nevada, from environmental disclosure laws. So literally, to this day, presidents continue to um, give this exemption. And so everything in Area 51 is exempt from environmental disclosure laws. That's actually so interesting because that confirms the importance of this location is all presidents have recognized that no, they are they don't have to tell you what they're dumping or what they're developing or what chemicals they have and store and burn because that would reveal the type of work they're doing. Well, and then to add weirdness to this is that an unclassified memo on the safe handling of F-117s that um, the Nighthawk that aircraft that i showed you that looks like a stim stingray Mm -hmm. it was posted on the air force website in 2005 which discussed the exact same materials that killed those people and um they were that they had requested information on and the government was like no we can't do this lawsuit we because it's going to reveal too much that was posted on their website but then the memo was removed shortly after journalists became aware of it and i'm just kind of like that seems like kind of a setup right because these weird dangerous chemicals are like if they're that protective of it they wouldn't just post that on their website right so it kind of makes it seem like um, unless oh, someone fucked up but how do you fuck up posting a memo on a website i kind of think it makes it it's like a cover-up they're like oh yeah we're not doing weird experiments with aliens or like having strange technology going on like this is just some of the chemicals that go into making this spy plane that right. just so happens to look exactly like a ufo from yeah. a distance <laughs> so do you think then at this point Do you think that that Stingray-looking aircraft is actually developed by us on Earth? Or do you think that it is what that guy in the interview was saying, where reverse-engineered technology from a crashed UFO? I mean... I don't know. It really does. It really does look like it something like otherworldly. Yeah. 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 Well, one of the things that they say about UFO sightings is that in 1955, when this opened, um, UFO sightings like increased so much because people were seeing these planes that fly way higher right. than a normal plane that didn't look like a plane. It looks like a flying saucer. And the government is like, oh, we couldn't say what it was because we don't want to give away information. So we just called it a UFO or, or we said, said it we was, was a like weather, weather testing. Yeah. yeah, exactly. 
Um, but I don't know. Like, I kind of wonder h- how am I getting all this information about this? Like, how am I getting photos of that these planes even exist? Is from the internet, from photos I've seen, you know? Right. And so, what's to keep the government from doctoring a photo of something that looks like a UFO to be like, oh, actually, we own this and like leaving little mm. breadcrumbs for us to find? I mean, I know that's like paranoid thinking or whatever, but also it's this fun. is a conspiracy podcast. Yeah. Yeah. This is a conspiracy haunted ghost alien podcast. So, so nothing is uh, off limits. What do you think? I don't know. I mean, of course, any government, any advanced government or military is going to develop technology at a faster rate than a government of a country that does not fund their military well, right? Like I, I was reading something the other day on Twitter because everyone just tweets about how angry they are at the government um, about like, why are we putting X amount of dollars into the US military? Like we put in more money to the military than like 90% of countries, other countries or something. Um, and so the amount of money that we put into our military, you think that we would have developed at this point, like the most extreme you know, technology and aircrafts that like our brains can't even comprehend. Yeah. So I do believe that. But I also believe in aliens. And I, you know, man, I don't know. Like that, that thing, that story you just told me about the little people crashing from the Soviet Union. Yeah. I had never heard that before. And that actually makes so much sense to me just because of the child coffins. <laughs> and so I'm now I'm like, maybe I mean, it- think about it this way. These are everything that we know from this has either been surmised or is from declassified documents that came out 50 years ago. Right. So if these are, this is what we know from 50 years ago is that they had these planes that were literally flying above Mount Everest. Yeah. That literally we didn't, they were so powerful and so good at gliding up there silently and being stealth that we didn't even know how to land them. We just had to turn them off. Right. And let them fall down to the runway. So that was 50 years ago. And if we had technology like that, like, I don't know, you know? Yeah, what could we have by now? And I know that, like, fighter pilots nowadays that are in modern fighter planes, like, when they're going on some of these missions, it's like a 24-hour mission. So they have literal um, IVs in their blood, and they're giving them, like, straight meth to keep them awake. Jesus. And, like, adrenaline and stuff is going right into their bodies because they can't afford to have these pilots, like, fall asleep asleep on this mission. Oh, my gosh. That is something I would be really And that's, like, we know that's true. Like, we know that that's Mm -hmm. happening right now so i the secret stuff that we don't know is happening i don't know like area 51 is that's why people are like what the fuck is going on in there because the government has gone through so many lengths to keep the secret i mean literally all the presidents that we've had since bill clinton keep making it an exemption from the environmental protection agency like even obama who like is all for the environmental protection agency is like oh you know what Whatever's going on in there, let them do it. And we know for a fact it's killing people because those people died right. from it. So it's not like it's harmless. And it's probably poisoning the ecosystem. Because, of course it is. Yeah, you're releasing toxic chemicals into the air and you're polluting the pond that's there and like probably killing off the natural flora. And yeah. Fauna. And someone who was a part of that whole environmental lawsuit, Congressman Lee H. Hamilton, who was the former chairman of the House of Intelligence Committee, told 60 Minutes that the Air Force is classifying all the information about Area 51 in order to protect themselves from a lawsuit, because mm. that's what's going on there is that they're doing stuff that's super dangerous. 
So what if the conspiracy theory is actually they're pretending that they're doing really top secret things so that they can avoid having so that they can avoid lawsuits like they just pretend that they're doing top secret stuff well a lot of this like kooky stuff kind of helps to keep people away from figuring out what really might be going on there is that they're poisoning the land and the water escape and if they pick this area that's already dead and is like a salt (laughs) lake that's like has nothing going on and they're like oh no one lives around here and everything's dead so like you won't be even able to tell what's happening right have you ever seen that video before it's on youtube there are tours that'll take you to the edge of area 51 like tour buses Mm -hmm. and one of the tour buses had a new driver and the driver accidentally like he wasn't paying attention and he passed the sign that says like do not go past this point we will shoot you if you go past this point he took an entire busload of tourists past that checkpoint and they got stopped by um, government officials with guns and they like got held and questioned and it was literally like these poor tourists that were like we didn't like we didn't know like we just paid money to like go on this tour and then like the like and so like it was the company's fault like the company fucked up the tour bus company and all of these poor tourists were just like we don't know what's going on and they like got held there in question and like almost went to jail and like if, if i was on this tour bus and they started questioning us like that like i could just see my dumb ass like being so sick of sitting on that tour bus that i'm just like whatever you want to know yeah right i'll never I tell think you there's a video of it you should you should youtube it and look it up area 51 tour bus crosses border yeah a tour bus carrying visitors to the edge of the top secret Area 51 military base did something that most people, well, only fantasized about. It crossed the line and entered the base. The driver and his four passengers learned a quick lesson about how serious Area 51 is about its boundary and its security. And the entire incident was captured on video. George Knapp of the I-Team has the exclusive story. In the 25 years since our reports first put the once unknown base on the map, tens of thousands of curious people have trekked out to the desert to take a peek. A few have tried to slip into the base and were quickly scooped up. As far as we know, this is the first intrusion caught entirely on video, and it nearly caused a shutdown of the regular tours. Co-owner Donna Tryon says the typical tour includes stops at main shrines of Area 51 lore, the ET highway sign the little Ailey Inn, and the Holy of Holies, the very edge of the base itself. But there's one thing the tour most certainly does not include. The point at which our journey must stop. Our guides have been known to tell the passengers that, you know what, you can't go over that line, and if you step foot over that line, you're on your own. But on May 28th, it happened to driver Dennis Ryan and his four passengers, all of it recorded inside and out. The video shows Ryan and group having a good time, zipping toward the edge of Area 51. At precisely the wrong moment, one of the tourists asked Ryan a question about sports books. It was just enough of a distraction that he blew right past the warning signs and kept on going. After 45 seconds or so, Ryan started looking around, wondering where the camo dudes were. Was it a white, you know, a white truck on the, on the... Less than two minutes after crossing the boundary, the passengers inform Ryan that the white truck is right on their tail. I can't believe it. I cannot believe this. Both on each side of the vehicle, there's a gentleman that uh, in, in full military garb gets out. Um, the one on the passenger side, um, he had a full automatic rifle what they say 
You um, went over the line. You went over the line that you are uh, trespassing on military installation. Inside the vehicle, the tourists, a couple from the UK and a mother and son from the East Coast, thought it was all part of the tour, actors playing their parts. Well, we're going to let you, your company know that you took us the extra mile, that you put us into this situation, and, uh, you know, um, they were just as much, they thought it was part of the whole process. But they soon learned it was no act. No, those are the men. After Lincoln County deputies arrived, the driver and passengers were pulled out, cited for trespassing, and given court dates. The projected fine, $650 apiece, and a misdemeanor conviction. This is absolutely unacceptable. Co-owner Will Tryon contacted Lincoln County DA Dan Hoagie and tried to get the out-of-state passengers off the hook. We were afraid that they would issue a bench warrant for these four people and turn our good tourists into criminals. Okay, all right. But Hoagie wasn't budging. He suspected it was done on purpose. Your tour goes to Area 51, and your intent is to enter Area 51. I said, I said, Mr. Hoagie, I said, you couldn't be more wrong. The company decided if the citation stuck, they'd close down the tours to 51, which would be a blow to the fragile rural economy. What the DA didn't know until the I-team contacted him is that the incident was on video. One look at the video and the expressions on these faces, and the DA knew it wasn't intentional. The driver has to pay, but the passengers don't. You're going to be famous, you know that. The driver who drove a blue through Area 51. Great, great. <laughs> well, I'm barred for at least two, two years now. Lincoln County has an arrangement with Area 51. It handles all trespassing cases. The DA told us that while tourism dollars are important to the county, so is the base, which generates a lot of tax revenue. After we told them about the video, the DA agreed to drop the charges against the passengers, but on one condition, that no video recorded by the van's forward camera be made public. That camera recorded camo dudes coming from the other direction, but for the record, there were no shots of any flying saucers or secret aircraft. George Knapp, 8 News Now. So basically what you're telling me is Area 51, I just want to like recap because I realized that I did not actually know what Area 51 was. So basically you're telling me that Area 51 has been around since the 40s? The 50s. The 50s. Yeah. And it was established to develop well, it depends on what you believe, right? It was either established in response to the Roswell incident, right? Mm -hmm. Or it was established in order to develop top secret military technology and, and spy equipment and planes mm -hmm. um, during, what did you say, World War II? Like Cold War and World War II? Cold War, Cold yeah. War? Okay. Um, and it's still in operation and we don't really know what it does still to this day even right. though some stuff's been declassified so we know that they do create you know different aircrafts but we don't know exactly what they do or who works there yeah we don't really know what they're doing now and what we do know of what they're doing now is got to be some stuff that deals with toxic chemicals that are killing people and the environmental protection agency right is uh doesn't enforce laws there you know what though at first, I was like, man, that's super shocking. But then I'm like, you know, actually, the government always exempts itself from the laws right. that it creates because know. they know that, which is so ironic. They expect, like, your average everyday citizen to follow all of these laws. 
And then the people who are creating the laws are like, we know it's really hard and it's actually too hard for us to follow, so we're not going to follow them. So the government, <laughs> the government is, you know, they're, this is nothing new, you know? Right. I mean, here, I just... I think about this all the time. You know that age-old question, like, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? And everyone says invisibility because everyone's a pervert. Okay, but <laughs> Wait, my... I fly. Well, yeah, but, like, do you really want to fly? Like, you'd the logistics of flying would actually be way more complicated because you would need supplemental oxygen if you wanted to go up to any height. You would also need to be invisible in addition to being able to fly. Otherwise, the government's going to... Well, someone's use some imagination, you. okay? I've thought about this a lot. Okay, so... I wouldn't want to be invisible. I wouldn't want to fly. Like, I wouldn't want to be super You want to know secrets. I want to... I want to be able to solve every single unsolved murder and every single unsolved mystery. So I don't want all that information at once because I think that would be really overwhelming. But if somebody came up to me and was like, hey... You know, do you know who mur murdered so-and-so? Like a cold case that's been mm -hmm. unsolved for 40 years. Then I want that knowledge to come into my brain. Like, wow. I want to know who it is. What would your superhero name be? My superhero name would be, um, like, Memory Bitch or, like, <laughs> like Convict Queen. Convict Queen. she's going to convict you. Queen. Yeah. Um, Alyssa, the all-powerful, all-knowing, all-seeing. Yeah. God. Yeah. Um, God? Like, goddess. Okay. okay. Of I'm knowledge. Get I'm getting interested. Right. Okay. And so then that extends to unsolved mysteries so like if somebody came up to me and was like area 51 like what's up with that shit then suddenly i would know everything about area 51 and i would be able to regurgitate it in like a very succinct way like a very like linear like understandable way and then i kind of like what we do on this podcast right or alternatively because i've also thought about this i would want to be able to like someone would come up to me and say, hey, um, for example, I'm listening to a podcast right now about this guy and the whole premise of the podcast is, did this guy commit suicide or was he murdered? I would want to be able to produce a video video footage of that moment in time. I don't want to have to see it because I feel like that would be like really heavy and like, you know, but I would want to just be able to like, like, you know, put my fingers to my brain and then just like zap it into a DVD and be like, here you go. This is what happened. And then wow. whoever the authorities are can watch it back and use it in court to convict whoever. Wow. You know, that power, I think, would backfire on you. Well, but like, also... you would know everything. It would totally backfire because, first of all... You're like a, a bot of information. Yes. But, I, but then, of course, the backfire would be I would be studied. I would be, you know, contained at Area 51 in a cage. Yeah. Like... You it know... would be like, we've got memory, bitch, here at yeah. Area 51 <laughs> and... President Trump would be like he would be like memory bitch knows too much like keep that bitch in away. Oh, true. <laughs> One last thing: Did you know that President Trump met with Kim Jong Il and was the first president to ever step foot on North Korean soil? Yeah. Did you see the picture of them awkwardly standing next to each other? Yeah. I mean, like it's just so like we're living in a simulation. Wait, did you hear that President Trump is going to try to get Aesop Rocky out of jail? Or yeah. was that fake news? No, I read that. It's he said just got off the phone with, with my Kanye good West. friend Kanye West. Um going to try to talk to the very talented Prime Minister of Sweden or is it Sweden or Switzerland where he is? I think it's Sweden, Sweden to see if we can get Aesop Rocky out of out of jail. He, I mean, honestly though, Kanye 
got a lot of flack for meeting with Trump, but he's a genius because he's discovered that the only way to get shit done with this president is you have to play to his ego. Yeah, I don't know why everyone gets on the internet constantly is complaining about stuff, but not not like just offering any solutions at all. I totally agree with you. Like Kanye has found how to get shit done. Like if he thinks something is bad, all he has to do is go to Trump that they've already developed a rapport. Like Trump is so unpopular well, that I feel tries- like he's desperate for people to like him. Him? Well, he tries to keep, I like, you know, like, I'm going to make friends with my enemies. Like, that's what you're supposed your to do. Keep closer. your enemies close. Yeah. Duh. I know. It's like if yell at him or, like, tell him he's a fucking idiot, I feel like Trump's the kind of person who will never admit that he's wrong. So he's just going to double down. He's going to be like, yeah. oh, well, this bitch said I'm an idiot. Well, now I'm, like, never willing to negotiate with him or her. Yeah. So whereas Kim Kardashian and Kanye West are being, like, hey, we want you to succeed. Mm -hmm. Like, let's talk to you about, like, let's stroke his ego for a few hours and then let's ask for a favor. And he's going to do it because nobody is doing, nobody's stroking his ego right now. Do you think President Trump will do anything about the people who storm Area 51? Do you think people will storm Area 51? I don't think anyone's going to actually cross the border, but I do think people are going to go up to the border Mm -hmm. to like film and like take pictures. And I'm like, dude, I want to be there. Yeah, I know. Because it's not illegal to go up to the border. It's illegal to cross the border. Yeah. So there's nothing that the government can do if you're just standing like a few hundred feet away from the sign. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I can just like imagine me like having my foot just like hovering and be like, I'm not touching you. You can't do anything about it. (laughs) um and also speaking of area 51 you guys a bunch of you dm'd us on instagram and tweeted at us saying hey we want you guys to go to this storming area 51 um event and document it and so then i i would love to do that right so then i posted and i said uh, on the instagram and i said hey if you're actually interested like legit like not just bullshitting us like if you're actually interested in funding it like funding us to go there because we're I don't know like I feel like some people have misconceptions about um entertainers and podcasters like we I can't emphasize enough that we do not make money from this we sold pop sockets and we made like a hundred dollars which honestly is just reinvested into the gas and time it takes for us to make this podcast yeah because the company we worked with obviously has to take the majority because they're the ones producing and shipping and whatever whatever if you want us to do these things we will literally go anywhere you send us to like straight up if you want us to go to ohio haunted asylum we will go there you just have to fund us to go there like and we're not even asking to make money on this we're just asking to break even yeah like just pay for the, the costs of us going there so if you want us to go there I have done the research. The closest airport to Area 51 is LAS, which is in Las Vegas. Um, If you want us to fly to Las Vegas, then we would get a rental car. And then we would drive out to the motel that's closest to the border. I think it's called the Alien. Isn't that funny? that's adorable. Like the Alien Inn. Alien. Um, And then we will stay there. And then at 3 a.m. on the 20th of September is when the event actually happens we will go out and we will film and we will just see what's going on and who's around if you guys want us to so our Venmos are at Nat Strawn at Dog Mom USA what the fuck is going on at Area 51 and I want to know more importantly if we have this alien technology why are we using it to like make planes to spy on other countries why can't we make like I don't know like a better bleach for my hair or like <laughs> some shoes that make you run real fast. Right. Well, actually, I bought a pair of shoes the other day and I did feel like I ran faster. Like, can we get like a maxi pad that like just doesn't suck? Yeah. That's 
Thinks period panties. I want them to sponsor us. I bought a pair of Thinks period panties and I'm never going back. It's like free bleeding, but not because it's a pad that is your underwear. Yeah. I love All it. Right. Okay. I want it. I think, we, I think I'm going to call this podcast. Once we start talking Thinks. about free Thinks. bleeding, I think this podcast <laughs> is, is ended now. Thinks period panties. I want you to sponsor us. I also want to be sponsored by... Um, okay fine since we're talking about free bleeding i love that you bring this up because (laughs) yesterday i was going around downtown la with my friend lauren she's visiting in town by the way thanks to lauren who um, helped us film our alien video thanks lauren and because it's downtown and it's so close to skid row no one lets you use a bathroom there right and i started my period and i was like went into the walgreens and i was like hey can i use their bathroom they're like it's out of service and i'm like i don't even need to use it i just need to go in there like please help me right Uh, i am just started men Demonstrating, like help me i don't know what else to do about this right now they're like oh you can try you know next door so i go next door same thing oh no we don't have a public bathroom and i'm like i will buy something let me use right. the bathroom they're like sorry and then i'm just like you know what okay fine one last place they're like the last bookstore i go into the last bookstore which by the way is the stupid fucking hipster bookstore with like rave music playing and like a bunch of fucking books and i'm just like this is stupid you can't read books and rave music anyways (laughs) besides the point there's no public bathrooms in there and at that point i'm just like lauren's looking at like a 15 dollars poetry book and i'm like you know what fuck this i'm just gonna free bleed like and if i just bleed all over this bitch then that's their fault because they, they wouldn't let me use they the wouldn't let me go in the bathroom yeah and at yeah. that point like i was just angry and i was like I, that's what i'm doing so i like went over and i sat on this couch and i was super tired because we went out the night before i'm like sat on this couch and just like laid my head down and i was like i'm just gonna free bleed on this couch <laughs> and lauren like has poetry book and she her eyes get so big and she looks at me and she's like what are you doing and I was like I'm free bleeding come take a picture <laughs> and I was so mad about it and I took a selfie with her and posted it on my on my Instagram I was like haha like I'm free bleeding and no one even said anything about it I guarantee it's because the people that look at your shit the most are dudes because that's how it is with my Instagram and so they don't even understand what that means but it's like a meme like people yeah. talk about free bleeding as a joke all the time people get angry about the concept of free bleeding which I don't understand like don't be angry about it be angry that sanitary napkins are super fucking expensive that tampons literally give you toxic shock syndrome that not everybody has access to a diva cup or period panties a diva cup's like 40 bucks yeah and then how the fuck am I supposed to go into a bathroom and and, clean it and do it when they won't even let you go anywhere right exactly they wouldn't even let me in and I'm a person coming from privilege who can afford to buy these things exactly and they wouldn't let me in their fucking bathroom right so don't be mad at people for free bleeding be mad that menstruation supplies are super fucking expensive be mad that area 51 won't let me go in there you know what fuck that i'm all fired up i'm about to go if you guys i'm gonna free bleed on the area 51 border i'm gonna free bleed on the area 51 border (laughs) this is alien feminism right now yeah yeah why are this is my new platform is why are we using alien technology to make bullshit planes when we could be making supplies for feminine products okay yes Fuck you. Fuck you, everyone. And I'm a free bleeding lesbian. Pad should be free. So, Natalia, back to Area 51 real quick. Yeah. I'm not a free bleeding lesbian. I'm a free bleeding bisexual. But part of my identity is being half free bleeding lesbian. Okay. Yes, understood. Continue. Understood. What superpower would you have if you could have any superpower in the world? The first thing that came to my mind was to come. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously? Come on demand just to come sometimes like i feel like it's hard sometimes yeah you know so what would your superhero name be 
cum girl. <laughs> Nut, 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 nat, nut, nat. Okay, nut woman. So, what would your costume look like? Just like a giant nut on a. Oh God! (laughs) I think it would just be you know a real happy, satisfied woman. Which have we ever seen one? No. Yeah. So who knows? An invis. I guess it would be invisible. (laughs) (laughs) You would just cease to exist. Right. Yeah. Yeah. The universe wouldn't be able to reconcile it. A completely satisfied woman. Yeah. You just just disintegrate. Yeah. Like you'd be Thanos. <laughs> All the women on Earth. Yeah, just disappear immediately. Okay, so I would be memory bitch and memory you would bitch be not nat and just cease to exist. Memory bitch and nut woman. I think it's nut yeah. woman. Someone please draw fan art of memory bitch and nut woman. Please. Oh yeah. And like I'll post it everywhere if you do that. So did you see somebody drew a really pretty uh fan art of you? I'm gonna yeah, po- with the snake. Yeah. Yes. I posted it. Shark Tales. Yes. I posted it onto the Instagram. So everybody yeah. go look at it. Shark Shark T-Tales, you are dope. You yeah, make really good Yeah, I love good fan, fan art. art, guys. And I'm actually in the process. Like, I, I print out all of them in my house, too. But I'm actually in the process. I want to, like, make, like, them better so that I can have, like, legit art from all of you guys in my house. So. Like, print it at FedEx or Kinko's? Yeah, or even, like, put it on a canvas. So if any of you guys are, like, oil painters or whatever or just, like, fucking around, I don't know, because you're, like, 19, like whatever you make i love it and i will put it in my house yeah like send some high quality high res stuff yeah and we'll post we'll print it off at fedex oh speaking of fan art um we i checked our p.o box the other day p.o box 1658 camarillo california 93011 if you guys want to send us stuff and we got something in the mail and i thought it was pop sockets because remember somebody had what is sent us pop sockets so I'm like tearing into it thinking this is from the guy that bought us pop sockets for us to raffle off. And it, all it is, there's no letter. It doesn't even say who it's from. It just says two Let's Get Haunted with our P.O. Box. It was two emergency clown noses. It's, just, <laughs> <laughs> it's these two little, like, you know, um, like foundation sponges and they come in those yeah. little like circular is it what wait it says emergency clown nose wait what is it for though is it for hiding our identity do you think we're a clown i don't know no but he doesn't because it's an emergency yeah emergency clown nose is what it says so like when you're acting a fool you can put it on and be like i'm a clown oh did we just get shaded i don't know did someone just take the time and the effort to shade us like that i was respect i was laughing so hard though because i'm i like i get all my shit from my p.o box like i also send my bills there so i'm like going through medical bills like going through some stuff that steve sent there and then i just see this package that says let's get haunted and i'm like oh it's clearly the pop sockets hooray i'm gonna raffle these off on twitter tear it open emergency clown nose i love it Wow. Sir, if you sent us the emer- if you're listening and you sent us the emergency clown nose, well played. Yeah, someone sent us some diva cups. Here's the thing, if you guys donate towards this effort and we don't make enough to go to Area 51, we will use it for a different vlog. How's that? We'll like we'll use it to go to a different haunted location that's in Cal. Like we'll use it for Hotel Cecil. Cecil yeah. Hotel cuz that's we don't have to fly anywhere to do that that's from episode two elisa lamb if you guys donate money for us to go to area 51 and we don't hit our goal we and we can't afford to go then we'll just use it to go to hotel cecil and we'll film a really dope elevator game video there i'm gonna free believe there too all right thanks guys love you bye
Bye. Bye.